you know, I ran into him at Bamsey in San Antonio, and he was getting a prosthetic fit for his leg so he could mountain bike better. And I said, <laughs> you know how to ride? And he said, yeah. And I said, why don't you come to the ranch? And special, he did. Special Forces amputee, right? Right. Twice in combat on one leg. Still a very dear friend. And one great athlete. I mean, this guy can. This guy is a fabulous biker. Well, you, you said you invited him to the ranch and he rode you in the ground with one leg. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and he still rides me in the ground with one leg. Welcome to the National Defense. The National Defense is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. George W. Bush, the 43rd President of the United States, is well known for his work with veterans. He has released a book, Portraits of Courage, in which he paints portraits of military veterans. Welcome back to the National Defense. It's Randy Miller. And uh, in our new series, The Upcoming Artists of America, we got a guy that you might know, uh, 43rd President of the United States, President George W. Bush. Mr. President, how are you? I'm doing great today, and you? Uh, great, thank you so much for the time. I am honored to be known as an upcoming artist. <laughs> Listen, I didn't realize until I, I, I read the book, Portraits of Courage, and this is so good. It's a commander-in-chief's tribute to America's warriors, and I didn't realize how much you got into this painting now, and it, I guess it all started from a, a book you read about Winston Churchill? Yeah, that's right. I'm a big admirer of Churchill. I loved his leadership style, his humor, his grasp of the English language. And uh, I realized he was a painter as well. And uh, it inspired me to uh, take up the uh, take up the hobby. It, well, it, you say it's a hobby, but don't you do this two or three hours a day now? I do. Yeah, it's it's I guess it's more than a hobby. It's, it's, it's an obsession. Well, okay, obsession is one way to describe it. I, I really am uh, interested in becoming as good a painter as I possibly can become before I can't I can't hold a brush. And uh, to this end, for example, one of my instructors is coming by the house, and we'll paint for three or four hours a day. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it has to be, you know, a lot of people, when they're starting out as an artist, to get some instruction. When the president or the former president calls and says, hey, can you come by uh, you know, you, you got an edge up there, don't you? Well, I th- you know, I, I'm fortunate I've had three great instructors, two of whom are still active in my life. And, uh, yes, I'm, you know, they were, I'm, I'm really pleased they decided to come over. I built a little studio in the house, so they come by the house, we'll have lunch and talk about art, and then I'll paint some. That's great. That's so good. And, th- and this book... I got to tell you, it, it's it's very rare that, you know, we'll get some news about a book that highlights the positive accomplishments of our nation's heroes. So, yeah. I, I mean, to that end, I just thank you so much for, for spotlighting these men and women that you feature in the book and all of whom you've met personally. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I enjoyed the portraits, but I almost enjoyed the stories better. And you wrote all the stories. I did. Yeah, I've gotten to know these vets, uh, some better than others, uh, through our uh, mountain biking and golf. And uh, I stay in touch with a lot of them. And, you know, a lot of them are, it, it's like there's a, uh, uh, you know, a, a veterans uh, alumni group now. <laughs> and they talk amongst each other. And it's very important in dealing with the invisible wounds of war, Randy, sure. because... What we've discovered, and you know as well, is that the stigma of an invisible wound is very difficult for a lot of these vets. Uh, to, I mean, it's difficult for them to talk about it. So in the book, 
There are numerous stories about vets who, you know, kept their problems inside, and uh, as a result, their situations got worse. But when they started talking about it publicly, uh, to particularly to their fellow vets, uh, that their situations improved. And so the purpose of the book was to really talk about each veteran and to perhaps provide a roadmap for other veterans. Uh, who are dealing with the invisible wounds of war. Well, and, and you know, we know well here on the program that uh, there's nothing better uh, than t- kind of tackling that issue than when you put vets together with other vets and they, you know, open yeah. up those relationships. I love the story about Chris Self. Chris Self is the uh, first <laughs> veteran you talk about in the book, and it's great. You, he's a sergeant. And that's the other thing I loved about the book, Mr. President, was the fact it's not just uh, colonels and generals and, and uh, you know, uh, majors. I mean, these are staff sergeants. These are uh, these are really regular people that have uh, been heroic through their actions. And so, yeah. it's well, so it's nice. interesting you meant self. Uh, he's the reason why I started riding mountain bikes with vets. You know, I ran into him at Bamsey in San Antonio, and he was getting a prosthetic fit for his leg so he could mountain bike better. And I said, do you know how to ride? And he said, yeah. And I said, why don't you come to the ranch? And special, he did. special forces amputee, right? Right. Twice in combat on one leg, still a very dear friend and one great athlete. I mean, this guy can, this guy is a fabulous biker. Well, you, you said you invited him to the ranch and he rode you in the ground with one leg. He did. <laughs> and he still rides me in the ground with one leg. And, uh, so I stay in touch with Chris, and uh, you know I had his birthday party, and I told Laura the only thing I really wanted was to ride with the vets, wow. and you know a bunch of them came down, many of them in this book, and uh, you know, and so we stay in touch and have a great relationship. The key thing though is to draw attention to this wellness alliance we've developed, uh, and uh, you know one of the messages from the books is courageous to talk about the invisible wounds. Right. And uh, and if they want help, they can go to bushcenter.org uh, and look at the Wellness Alliance. That not only can hook them up with peer-to-peer counseling groups that are effective, but also to clinics that are effective and helping them deal with with uh, with their uh, invisible wounds. Well, I wanted to the ask, other thing we do. Yeah. The other thing we do is really important is a vet roadmap uh, that they can find at bushcenter.org as well uh, to uh, you know for, to help them with employment. Well, and that's what I loved. I wanted to bring that up, the warrior wellness providers that you do. And and this is a brand new feature of the Bush Center, right, in terms of this program. Yes, it is. It's one of the, you know, we, we, we focus on leadership a lot. And one of the things that the country's got to understand is that these men and women have got a Ph.D. in life at a relatively young age and have learned leadership skills. If, and if help with transition will be the leaders for the country in the future. Yeah, and I love the resources you put there. In fact, uh, Team Rubicon is a group that we feature on the program a lot, big partner of the Home Depot Foundation. And, yeah, they're great. Uh, I mean, they are fantastic. What a great idea, right? I mean, what a simple idea. You take the men and women who have served in combat, and you put them together with uh, uh, crisis management people, and you bring them in because they know how to do everything. Yeah, that's right. And they're unbelievably skilled people. And the other thing that's very important about Team Rubicon and others is that they get to relate to fellow vets. And so you take a person who's troubled, for example, by the invisible wounds, and he's uh, helping another citizen somewhere in the world side by side with a vet who's been through what he's been through. And it gives him a chance to talk about it. And this vet will say, you know, I got great help from, say, the, uh, the Cohen Veterans Network. You ought to look at it. And and so what we've done in this website, and, and it is an ongoing process, by the way, is to 
create a very strong wellness alliance. And we're working, by the way, with the VA as well. And so this is a collaborative effort, and we're uniquely positioned to be able to draw attention to and to rally different forces to come together for a common good. We're talking to President George W. Bush, and you mentioned the VA, Mr. President. And, you know, it's an interesting thing because it's, uh, I can't imagine a tougher job. It, it may, I agree. You may be president, but these people that are in, in charge of the VA, they all they all want to do good work. I mean, it's just a tough job, and, and there's a lot of criticism, but we recognize, at least on this program, that they want to do the very best for veterans. Yeah. I mean, look, there's this is a giant, sprawling bureaucracy, and right. so there's going to be, uh, you know, successes and failures, and the failures get amplified, which is fine. Uh, we just believe that the effort, there is a public-private effort that will right. make you know, make it make it work for the vets. First of all, it starts with the vets wanting help themselves. Right. President George W. Bush is our guest here in the National Defense, the new book, Portraits of Courage. Can you talk a little bit about the guy that is in the book that came to you and, and said, would you sign, would, would you autograph my tattoo? Yeah. Valdez, yeah. He is <laughs> a... Uh, uh, he came to us as a result of uh, Michael uh, Rod Rodriguez, who is on the cover of the book with the with the prosthetic uh, kind of blue green eye. And uh, Valdez is a tough soldier, yeah. and we had ridden mountain bikes. And he uh, he he said, uh, "Would you sign my tattoo?" And I kind of you know, hey, uh, Valdez, <laughs> this is kind of a strange request. He said, "Sign it." sign it, and I did. And he immediately went down to uh, Waco to the tattoo parlor and got my signature tattooed on his tattoo. So you got a tattoo over the tattoo of the signature. That's fantastic. Which really was a huge honor in my mind. And so when I painted him, I painted, made sure the tattoo with my signature on it That's great. was on the painting. You know, this is the first book I've seen that I've had in a long time, Mr. President, that has a centerfold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not X-rated. <laughs> no, no, but it's a mural of all of these different veterans that you've painted, and it's fantastic. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a, I'm very pleased with how it came out. Uh, the book publisher did a fabulous job of, of photographing these uh, paintings. And, the, and so at the Bush Center on the SMU campus, uh, we have this exhibit up, and it's, it's getting well attended. And uh, at the centerpiece is this uh, mural of faces. Three of the faces I repeated on larger canvases, but the other uh, you know, 30 some odd faces are, are distinct. And, uh, I, I liked it because it reflected really our country, that the different backgrounds, different, right. uh, you know, ethnic groups, men and women. Uh, and I tried to paint it so that the uniforms were fairly uniform. Uh, and it, so it looked, it, it reminded people that these are people who volunteered to serve something greater than them, their own individual selves. You know, and, and Mr. President, uh, I mean, the book, uh, the Bush Center, uh, the exhibit, the warrior wellness providers, why do you do all that? You don't, you don't have to be doing that. I mean, you could just be riding your mountain bike and, uh, you know, painting. Yeah. And, I mean, why, why do you do that? Well, it's not in my nature to sit, sit idle. And so obviously in the post-presidency, one of the challenges is how do you make yourself useful without being, uh, you know, disrupting the system or, or undermining the office of president. And so... Uh, and as as a result of the, some of the tough decisions I made, mainly putting people into combat, I decided that uh, I wanted to honor them and help them as best I can for the rest of my life. Uh, I've got a lot of passions, uh, but this is one of the uh, one of the highest passions. And so, uh, I am I am 
constantly, my spirit is constantly renewed and refreshed when I'm around these vets. There's no self-pity, as you know, uh, Randy. And these vets, uh, I mean, Melissa Stockwell, who uh, lost her leg in combat, uh, has now got two children and went on to win the bronze medal in the uh, Paralympics in in Brazil, says on national TV, you know, basically, sorry, I lost my leg. But on the other hand, it made my life so different in many ways and so rich in many ways. And it's that spirit that, you know, that ought to embolden all Americans. Well, and what's amazing, Mr. President, is the fact that uh, these people, uh, they they lose a leg. They go back into combat. Absolutely. it's, It's incredible. Well, Kent Solheim, who's on the cover of the book, we call him Captain America. He's a real handsome-looking guy, <laughs> and he uh, he, uh, uh, he he recently commanded a unit in Afghanistan, a uh, special forces unit on one leg. He probably wow. the, well, the highest-ranking officer is Considine, who was a lieutenant colonel who took a bullet in the face, and is now a motivational wow. speaker. Wow. Wonderful, wonderful man. And then Kent, I think, is a major now. And uh, but you're right, most of the people in the book were sergeants or corporals, uh, you know, who. Uh, who uh, volunteered to serve. So you, you got your mountain bike. You're still doing the mountain biking, right? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, particularly when I go down the ranch, which we try to get down there once a month, I ride a lot when I'm down there. And a lot of times these vets, will, if they're around, they'll come over and ride with me. Is there any horseback riding at the ranch? No. Uh, the mountain bike, you don't have to feed the mountain bike. <laughs> it, that's right. No, uh, no hay burning. Uh, no hay burning, that, right. That's right. Well, I know that uh, we've had people on the show before that do the equine therapy. And, yeah. and there's a game uh, called horse soccer that you, you should get yourself involved in. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm a little too old to try some new dangerous <laughs> now, sport. I don't believe that. I don't believe mountain, that. I, I mountain mean, biking satisfies my urge to act like a teenager. Well, and, uh, you know, but, I, yeah, it, there's a lot of programs, by the way. Outdoor yeah. programs that help these vets. And one of the things that comes out in this book, Portraits of Courage, is that you know mountain biking has... Uh, or outdoor sports have been really effective yep. at helping a vet get stabilized enough to be able to seek help and 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 re, you know recover to the best extent possible. You know, as you know, Mr. President, many veterans and active duty that we had on the program always always consider you their president, and I'm sure that's relayed to you many times. Well, that's nice. I appreciate that a lot. I, the, the bond I established as president continues to be strong, and. Uh, you know, obviously, to the extent I can help anybody, I want to do so. So we're based in Kansas City, Missouri, and I hate to get into a controversial area such as barbecue, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, now that you're not the president, uh, you can tell us, you know, what you really think of, uh, you know, between Kansas City barbecue and Texas barbecue. Well, let me just tell you this. On my 70th birthday, after riding for a couple of hours with these vets, we didn't have Kansas City ribs. We had Texas barbecue ribs. <laughs> and- well, well, listen, whenever if you can't afford Kansas City ribs, we can send you some. <laughs> We're in pretty good shape down here. But, but, you know, Randy is damn thoughtful of you. <laughs> you know what I'd love to do sometime, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and invite myself. I'd love to come down to the ranch, gather some of these uh, these folks that are uh, featured in Portraits of Courage, and do a show on location uh, with them and at the Bush Center. And if, yeah. if that's ever a possibility, we'd love to be there. Well, my man, Freddie, who helped me a lot in oh, this yeah. book, is the person to contact. And, and, you know, if possible, we'll get you down here and you can interview some of these guys. Mr. President, thank you so much for the time. And, and thank All you, right, Randy. Thank you for shining the spotlight on, uh, on veterans and, and our heroes. Well, back at you. You're doing the same thing and keep it up. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Randy. 
You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.